Hello, my friends. Thank you so much for joining us today on Unleashed with Kimberly, a conversation for insight and intelligence. I'm your host, Kimberly Anderson. I'm an intuitive transformational coach and business creative. And this month, I have been talking to incredible people that have not only created success for themselves, but created platforms to help the success of other people. I am really excited today to talk with Laura Gisborne. I am gonna bring her on so we can get this conversation started. Hi, Laura, thank you so Hi. much for joining me. Hi, Kimberly, thanks for having me. Absolutely, so let's first just talk about what it is it that you do, and then we'll get into the what you've created. <laughs> You know what is so funny is that, you know, when I first, this is my ninth company. And when I first started doing this work, people would ask me that all the time. And my answer was always, I do a lot. What do you do? <laughs> right? Because what, what is it, you know, again, I do a lot. Yeah. So I, I will tell you that Limitless Women, which is the company that I founded, is a philanthropy first organization. Mm -hmm. So what we do as a community is support other women business owners who want to use their profits for purpose. We help them scale, we help them grow. And in exchange, we ask them to join us in making contributions to causes that um, really need their support. Wow, that is awesome. So have you, um, I love that you said that, you because we always wear many hats, right? It's not, no. and, and, and it's a lifetime of experience that has brought us to where we are and what we're doing today. So I love that conversation. Have you, what, what's, what was your passion in getting you into what you're doing right now? Well, I think um, my passion right now is to fix my hair because the painters are here and I, the dogs <laughs> run away and I was like, oh, wait a second. I didn't even bother to fix my hair. All right, so I'm sorry to be a little, a little, you know, when you're on camera, you're like, oh, I can't help it. Um, so what got me, um, really doing this work, Kimberly is, you know, I'm going to give you the short version of a long story. I think in a nutshell, um, I grew up in a family with a tremendous amount of violence and poverty in the United States. And I always say in the United States, because our version of poverty in the United States is very different than poverty in most places in the world. I had a roof over my head, I had free education. And what I can tell you is that there were women who saw me and who kind of gave me a hand up, right? That said, hey, it doesn't have to be this way. And there's something about that part of the journey that inspired me then to take my work when I got to a certain level of success and financial efficiency is well, how can we use this to really help other women? That's awesome. I love that how you're explaining the hand up. That's such an important thing, a gift that we can offer others is helping each other grow. The more you help others grow, the, the more you grow, right? Exactly. <laughs> so I, I like also that you made the differentiation of, you know, growing up in poverty here versus poverty there, because we do get free education. We do get a, you know, most likely have a roof over our head. Um, is that what started your, your passion into being that philanthropic, um, that help? Well, I, I think what happened was that when I, um, you know, I was putting myself through college and then law school, and I had I saw an opportunity to work with an organization called CASA, which is Court Appointed Special Advocates for Foster Children, and there was something about that, that was really compelling to me <clears throat> because of my own childhood, probably right, and that my toe in the water so now at this point while well, we're having this interview i'm 54 years old i've been volunteering for 30 years in different organizations and um every time i do i feel like i, I get to be there. i get to be excited. i get to um really learn and grow from other people who are who are working their work and at the same time i was always building businesses in the private sector so we've owned um you know married into a family business we hit my first business was a restaurant and then i went into real and I run retail companies, a winery, and lots of great companies over the years. And always it's been the conversation of how do we bring the private sector and the public sector together? How do we take these gifts that we have in business and um, marry those things with nonprofits that really need access to resources and, and uh, talent? Wow, I love it. You know, I always, what drew me to have this conversation this month is we create these platforms based on really our passion and our draw because of likely something we've gone through, somebody we know, and we've been exposed to whatever that need might be. And that's how a lot of nonprofits are 
born, even businesses really, but a lot of nonprofits are born out of that need, um, whether you went through it yourself or somebody else that you've you've tried to help along the way. Yeah. Do you think that um, you have, with all that you've done over your lifetime, that you've been able to really take what you've learned and that's where you're landing now, do you see you expanding even beyond this or are you real? <laughs> yeah. Well, let's go there then. <laughs> yeah, well, I feel like I'm in kindergarten, you know I mean? I feel like in some ways I'm just getting started. So, you know, every, every company that I've owned is kind of going to birth another company and kind of given its way to go there. And the philanthropy piece, I didn't see myself as a philanthropist. It wasn't something I would identify with right, if somebody were to ask me. And yet, what I what I know about being loud and proud about service is that if I can inspire one other woman to take some actions and know that it's not Sunday when she gets there that she can give, but she can give what she has now of her time and her talents, she gets to be expanded and step into her leadership in a whole new way. So I think, you know, again, as an organization, we're growing. We host business training fundraisers each year, and we bring women together and say, what do you need and how can we help? And in turn, they give a little bit, and I can tell you we've raised a little over $450,000, just $10 at a time. So it's a, it's a pretty exciting wave that we're on and as long as there are people who are struggling without access to food without access to education without access to water we've got work to do yeah absolutely mm-hmm. oh I love that so you've been so you're creating your, your platform is you you help and you help the success of other people and then by that they get to donate a little bit of, of their success yeah, to organization to help on a much bigger scale. I love that. It's a lot of fun. You know, before, uh, my first interview this morning was with a woman in Austria, and then I was speaking to another um, nonprofit that we work with in Uganda, and now I'm speaking to you. So I feel like you know, I get to be all over the world from the comfort of my home. It's pretty exciting. Isn't that wonderful? <laughs> very cool. Very cool. Yeah. I love technology. That's always something that I've, I've been like, wow, I, I can literally talk to anybody around the globe. Right. Which makes us, you know, we're global entrepreneurs when you think of it like that. Exactly. That's so cool. So have you experienced, I'm just curious, knowing that you, how your platform works, have you um have other people that have gone through your, I'll just call it a program to make things simple, have they also created other like nonprofits and stuff? Is that kind of what happened? I'm just curious. Yeah, so here's the deal. We, um, you know, I've shot a series of videos on this recently, so I'll try to keep it short. I I can tell you that- We have an hour, you're okay. Good, good, good. All right. Um, most of the time when I get asked by someone if they if they should start their own nonprofit, more often than not, my answer is no. And I'll tell you why. After 30 years of working with nonprofits, every one of them, from the little small ones that started by, you know, someone, a mother who has a child with an illness that they want to bring awareness to and to try to raise, raise funds for, to large organizations I work with, like Habitat for Humanity, that's really a global organization, every one of them needs funding. And so what I encourage women to do is to to find the cause that speaks to your heart and find the people that have gone before and kind of laid the groundwork and then partner with them. Mm-hmm. What you want to do is get your, you want to get the resources to the people that need it or need them as quickly as possible. So it's not really about starting your own usually, it's about partnering and moving your talents in business and your talents in life and bringing that to somebody else who's already made that commitment so that together you can reach more people and create more impact. What great advice. I see that too with <clears throat> organizations that I've, I've been involved with or I've been around and it, it's a tremendous amount of work. It yes. is the volunteers that you need to to gather into your flock and and you know it's it's there's a lot of stuff that goes into it there's lots of moving pieces to having a, a nonprofit and i love that tidbit of wisdom why not partner with somebody else who's already laid the groundwork who's already has a following in a sense and who's been helping out because you could literally just be a branch of absolutely that one and I think that's a great idea. You're because then you're tapping into 
their wealth of knowledge and so forth to really be able to help your cause, right? <laughs> yeah, well, I think again, if it, not everybody has this giving gene, right? Not everybody has this calling because a majority of people are just really in survival mode themselves. And what we are, you know, it's kind of a little bit of a bait and switch, if you will. What we do in our work when somebody comes to us and says, hey, we want education and business training, I believe we quite simply have the best systems out there for helping a woman build a business. After 30 years of entrepreneurship and nine companies of my own, I've learned a lot. I've made a lot of mistakes and we, and I love systems. You know, my first offering was called master your systems. So, so getting the systems and getting the things in place, but also combining that with community and personal touch and personal attention is how women start thriving and meet them where they are. But then we say, okay, rather than someday when you feel like you can give, what can you give today? And if you can give a little bit, that's great. That'll work. Together, I'll give a little bit. Kimberly will give a little bit. Katarina will give a little bit. And together, we really create amazing momentum and community. I love it. You know, one of the things that you're saying that I really, really love is give what you can today. And that advice goes across the board, even in your business. I, tell, I have this conversation often. Mm -hmm. You have what it takes to start right now. You know, especially if those of us who fall in that perfectionism right. <laughs> virus, ah! <laughs> where we're like, it has to be perfect to have, to have a website. And then you're spending all your hours and money and time and energy on creating the perfect program that you don't even know if it'll work or creating this perfect website that maybe nobody even will go look at, you know, and all these different things. It's really about stepping outside of that and just giving and doing what you can right now because I always say progress is perfection. There is no such thing as perfection. Just start start the ball rolling. Yep. And it's really that piece when you see somebody who has tremendous results, they're a typical overnight sensation, right? It's, it's, it's the piece of like they did one step and another step and another step. And this is really, this is your life. You know, yeah. I, I don't know how many, if your audience are, um, what the makeup is of entrepreneurs, but I can tell you that, um, you know, what's most important is that you build your business around your life. You don't build your life around your business. And this whole idea that someday I'm going to get there doesn't happen. So it's it's all about where I am today and what can I do. You can see my my ballerina behind me. Let's see if I can move my camera so you can see her. Um, when I was a kid growing up, you know, I always aspired to to dance ballet, and it just wasn't, you know, what my family wasn't in a position for that to be happening. Um, but I started taking ballet lessons when I was 27, and I thought, oh, this is going to be so easy. It's going to be great exercise. I'm going to get a workout. It was so hard. And I took lessons for 10 years. And like, I can do a pirouette. That's kind of like my claim to fame. But, but it reminds me of that's how life is. You know, it's all these like daily practices, the daily routines. When you dance ballet, for anybody who's listening to ever been a dancer, you do exactly the same plie, the same plie, the same, you know what I mean? You just do that. You know, it's the same activities again and again and again. But that gets you to that beautiful result. Yeah. So, yeah. I love ballet. I was in the Nutcracker as a kid. I totally am right there. <laughs> but you know, it's a discipline, right? It's a discipline. It is. And it's, and it's, a, it's a pleasure and a privilege. And I think it's, it's when we're in our own businesses or our own lives sometimes, it's hard to see. Uh, my friend Tracy Trottenberg says we can't see our own eyebrows, right? Like you can try. But you can't really see your own eyebrows. We're in it, so we can't see it. But what what happens is this is your life. You know, our work is around legacy, and we're all leaving. Um, you know, what I would call like an energetic thumbprint here. What's yours, and what would you be proud of? And how can you do those activities now that will get you to that result? That's the thing. And each day, just a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, and then we get to where you want to go. Absolutely. It is. It's about that repetition, but it's got to be that repetition, like you're saying, that actually means, gets you to that end result that you're wanting, that perfect pirouette. Because again, if you're falling in that perfectionism and you're, and you're working on your website or you're, you know, doing this or that, or the other thing where you're not actually, that's when you're so into the business, you're actually not helping your business along. Well, and what's when you're, if you're not a designer, if you're, help, if you're spending your time doing that, you're actually not doing what you're here to do, which is to help solve a problem for someone else. Absolutely. It's only about service. We, we all get to be in business to solve a problem. So if we're not in that position, we're busy over here doing something else, it's not moving us closer to 
our goal and our purpose. Right. Yeah, that's so, so true. I love this conversation. It's mm-hmm. such wisdom. <laughs> I probably have more practice than most people, right? Since I've been an entrepreneur for 30 years, I've, I've had a little more practice than most. That's all. Yeah. So what would you say, what do you, what do you tell women that come into your sphere on starting a business? How should they get involved? How do, how do they even, where should they begin? You know, I, I think if I were to go back in time, it's interesting because this particular business of what's now grown into Limitless Women is really about leadership and philanthropy, but I didn't have a lot of role models. So if I were to kind of go back in time and say, okay, where would I have gone to move this a little faster? I can tell you that my eight previous businesses, I knew what I wanted to bring to the marketplace. I knew that there was a, a niche. I knew there was a need in the marketplace. And so it was easy for me to see that. And then I, you know, I learned this from Tony Robbins. Model someone who's gone before you that's actually done it. And the power of mentorship, if I were to do this business, rather than trying to figure out internet marketing kind of on nights and weekends and how to build a platform digitally, because all my other businesses were brick and mortar, um, I would have found somebody sooner and invested in mentorship sooner. At this point now, you know, I've invested heavily in mentorship and branding and a lot of things you have to do over the years, but I could have I could have saved a lot of time. So if I were to give a woman advice, I would say, invest in yourself, invest in mentorship, find someone who's gone before you, who's doing what you want to do, find the best one you can, do, you can find and find the money, whether you put it on a credit card, you take a loan, whatever it is, but trust yourself and do the work. You know, again, it doesn't happen in a vacuum. There's no, there's no get rich quick to being an entrepreneur. It's about the hours that you spend on the right activities, not being distracted. And uh, again, there's a lot of people out there that teach amazing systems and business training. Find the one that aligns with you and get invested and go, you know, do it now. Don't wait till someday when you're ready because it won't happen. Right, right. And I, you know, I, I think a lot of it has to do also, like you said, is trust yourself mm-hmm. because that's the biggest key component in actually creating success even when while having a coach and I absolutely believe in coaches I am one I have one I think everybody yeah. should have one <laughs> but when you when you finally at the end of the day realize that you it, it falls on you to trust yourself to do the work to put in the effort the energy the time money and all of that it's and, and it's going to be okay. Some days you're going to fall flat. Other days you're not. Some days you're going to need to put on jammies and just binge watch Netflix for the whole day because you need a mental break. That's right. okay as well. But really learning to trust yourself is one of the keys in, in being successful. And I think there's a lot of, there's not enough talk about that. And it's come up multiple times in conversations I've had even recently because we don't trust ourselves. We're always, and especially women, we second guess, second, third, and fourth guess, even our intuition, let alone whether we're going to do something or not. Mm-hmm. So that's such an important piece that you brought up. Well, I want to speak a little bit to that, if I may, Kimberly, because yeah. one of the best ways I know to stay on track is, is really being hyper vigilant about where I spend my time and who I spend my time with. So depending on, again, what your community is like, I mean, we have an amazing community of of women in Limitless Women who are all givers first. We are a community of givers. It's at the heart of everything we do. So you want to surround yourself with women who just, I'm speaking to women specifically because you said that. Um, You probably have men listening as well. So the same rules apply. Surround yourself with people who see you when you can't see yourself, when you start to fall off track. That's the first thing. The second thing is that you've got to figure out what your revenue generating activities are and do those first. Don't be in the creation, right? Because we tend to be very creative as founders. We love all the, I could do this, I could do that, da, 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 da. You've got to get really clear about your business model, who you serve, what they're struggling with, and how you help them. And you've got to be in activities that are keeping you on track with revenue generation. Because otherwise, you'll lose the fuel for the fire. Right? It's like a fire that starts as full of passion and then it burns out. So really clear, whatever systems you decide to adopt, 
get clear first on what those revenue generating activities are. And you know, every Friday I give out a free gift. We've been doing it now for five, for five years, free gift Friday. We've got thousands of hours probably at this point of trainings that are out there for free. There's lots of good stuff out there. Again, my encouragement to you is to align yourself with a community and a mentor who has results, not just a pie in the sky or a good sales pitch or not just a one hit wonder. This person's like, hey, I did this one launch and I made a million dollars. Now they spent a million five, but they don't tell you that, right? So get, get, you know, do your homework, like be your own best steward and be really protective about where you play. And who you play with. I think that's again, let's come back to that. You need to surround yourself with the right people to get the results you want in your life. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Great wisdom. Mm -hmm. And really quick, since you brought it up, where can people find that freebie if they want to oh, you know, yeah. tap into that? Thanks for asking. You know, I say this quickly, and sometimes people think I'm saying Freaky Friday, which I think <laughs> was a movie back in the day. You know, remember it. Freaky Friday? It's not Freaky Friday. It's freegiftfriday.com. Oh, that's awesome. Freegiftfriday.com. And, and what I send out is resources. You know, our audience is women predominantly, but they'd be great for men too. It's really about what are the resources you need around marketing and sales and team development and a lot of mindset and mindset and leadership work, right? I mean, because I find that the money becomes the easy part when you get your systems in place, where I, I personally always feel like we have more to grow is this capacity, you know, this opportunity for what does it look like for me to step into the next level as a leader? What does it look like for me to play a more global game in my service? So a lot yeah. of people do I love it. I'm going to, I think I created it. Does that look right? Yeah, that's right. Freaky Friday. Okay. <laughs> Free gift Friday. Friday. It does sound like Freaky Friday. That's it awesome. Does. It does. I should slow down, but I get excited and I just, yeah. Well, I'm going to check it out. I think that is so exciting. And I will definitely put it back up as we wrap up the show, too, so we can come back to it. Because anytime I, and, and again, it's all about that servant heart, that giving first and that's where your business starts to find massive success and I love being able to share resources with people um, or they can even tap into even if they're not at that moment where they can you know get a uh, hire a coach of any kind well yeah and here's, here's the problem that I see not that you're asking about this necessarily but this idea that we're going to compare ourselves who's mm -hmm. farther ahead and uh, one of my uh, dear friends and great mentors is Sandra Yancey, the founder of eWomen Network. And she says, don't compare your beginning with someone else's middle. Yeah. And I just feel like that's it. And I think there's a place where a lot of the women, again, because I tend to have a mature community of women who are just really sharp and they're always comparing themselves to somebody farther ahead. And I invite them to compare themselves to where they were. Right. You know what I mean? When I look back 30 years ago, I was a completely different young woman. I look back 32 years ago, I was severely anorexic, living with a man who beat me on a regular basis, and I had no self-esteem. So what you want to do is if you're going to compare, then compare how far you've come. Right. You know, really look at like, wow, for the grace of God and for the angels who saw me, I actually get to live this life today. But it didn't happen overnight. It happened with showing up and taking the first step and then taking the next step. And we're all on our journey. Yeah, doing our best. I love it. Yeah, absolutely. And it's funny that you say say that because it is. It's these people are not overnight successes, although we perceive them as that. They've been working for 10, 15, 20 years, and then they got so massively successful that they became known. <laughs> well, it makes me laugh. Here's the thing, it looks like that. Here's right. the it's so fascinating about digital media. So somebody may look like they really have it all together, but I've got to tell you that, you know, the, the deeper part of our work, Kimberly, is around healing the poverty consciousness of women in the developed world. And I have yet to have anybody raise their hand and say, Laura, will you help me heal my poverty consciousness? What they have is they have like, things look really good on the outside. And no matter how hard I work, I'm never caught up at the end of the day. Or it looks like I've got this business that's doing XYZ dollar amount, but I'm not comfortable. At the end, I'm still trying to figure out how to rob Peter to pay Paul. That's actually what goes on more often than not. So again, in the comparison game, you're comparing yourself to something that looks a certain way, 
but you don't really know until you get into it. And where I think true success comes from when someone's able to actually be present, be connected, be healthy. You know, because without health, none of it matters. My husband had emergency open heart surgery three and a half years ago and was given a terminal diagnosis. I tell you that it was horrible. It was so hard. And he's still here. And he said to me, you know, like about nine months after his first surgery, he said, You're living like I'm dying and I'm right here. And I was like, oh. Let me get my head out of my butt and recognize that our time is precious. Let me play with you and have fun and sit on the couch and watch the Meekum auto auction if that's what turns you on, buddy. You know what I mean? That's, that's the thing, right? Like, a, a, to me, a really successful life is when you get to enjoy your moments. Yeah. Oh, you gave me chills. I absolutely agree. And it's really about, and I have this conversation a lot too, being present and intentional. Mm-hmm. It's, with all of your moments, because that's where people feel so um, empty and out of sorts. And, and then they don't, they're constantly in this unhappiness um, mindset and they're always seeking outside of themselves. But if you become really, really present in your moments and intentional, that happiness and that fulfillment is with you always. Right. And I just think, so I love what you said with the, with your story about your husband. I'm so happy he's doing well. That's very good to hear. Um, It's precious for for our children. It's precious for our friends. You know, it's precious that we get to have him for while we have him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And again, being intentional and being present in those moments allows you to be able to really experience all of it. Yeah. You know, and the good, the bad, the ugly, the exciting, Enjoy it all. Enjoy it all. Enjoy it all. I was hosting a um, uh, a private mastermind for our, our clients this last week, and our septic system backed up. It, you know, just not to talk to talk about poop, but you know, this is like stuff happens. Poop happens. You know, that's kind of a nice way to say it. it, it you know, and in perspective, I thought we have a septic system. I've got to tell you, Kimberly, there's lots of places that I've traveled in the world where they don't have running water. Right. I would never have that. That wouldn't be, you know, it's a first world problem. It's not fun, but it's a first world problem if you think about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you can call someone on the phone and they'll come and fix it in a couple of hours. You're good to go. <laughs> and you can poop away. Yep. It's all good. <laughs> all good. Yeah. It, you know, I, I, in, in bringing that up too, you're, you know, really when you step into that mindset of being present and really conscious of your life and what you have, stepping in that gratitude and being grateful for the things that you have and not comparing yourself, even on the business aspect of it, not comparing yourself to somebody else's middle or ending, maybe they're at retirement and they're bazillionaires. Never compare yourself because you don't, you didn't walk their shoes on how they got to that point either. So just really sit in that gratitude. And when that seeps into your soul, then you're really, you know, again, that giving just, it oozes out of you. Yep, exactly. You get to give, you get to give. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. How, so how long is it? Well, let me go back. Let me go back. You said that you're looking at this as even expanding even bigger. What do you see in the future for this? Because Limitless Women, and I love saying that you're running this empire of limitless women because I I love the energy attached to that. It's fabulous. (laughs) We like to call it a movement. Yes. I feel like it's a movement because when a woman um, moves from a place where she's really struggling, whether it be time freedom or financial freedom, and she actually sees herself as empowered in being able to choose how she spends her time, being able to choose how much revenue her company generates by the actions and that she takes and that her team takes. When I see a woman move out of that kind of victim mentality, if you will, for lack of a better word, into true leadership, the ripple effect of what happens then is exponential. So we have women who um, lead their own communities, right? We have women that are just starting out in business and they're coming into our business school and they're getting their basics and their foundations. They're joining our community so they can be supported as they grow. And then we have women that have been in business for decades. And again, there's a beautiful um, symbiotic relationship of giving and receiving because I can tell you those babies that come in, 
that are new and emerging in business. They bring us insight and um, expansion and awareness in all kinds of ways that some of us older girls don't know, right? So we always have that giving and receiving piece. Um, where I see us going, is that was the question, was that um, we're currently we're currently in an initiative to raise our first million dollars for charity. And I'm working on my third book right now called Give Your Way to Millions, which is all about how giving grows your business and changes your life. So we have a donation-based community where we have um, nine live events each year. There's no fee to attend once you make a donation to one of our charity partners. All of the information is on our website. Um, we ask for a minimum donation of $50 a month or $600 for a year. And um, what we know is that together, again, as we, as we bring together our community members, everybody's giving a little bit here and a little bit there, together we create amazing impact. And um, yeah, so I can just see us continuing to grow. We're, uh, I was on the phone this morning with, uh, with Girl Up Uganda in Kampala, Uganda, if anybody's familiar with Uganda. Um, again, a women's leadership program that we're sponsoring. I have a handful of clients that are going to go with me to Uganda next year and to visit the gorillas and to work on the ground in a girls' empowerment camp with 200 young women. And, um, you know, there's just, it's just juicy. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Wow. I want to touch on what you said too about that symbiotic relationship between the the babies coming in and and the experienced women that are in that in that space. They're also bringing that that excitement and that fire. So it's kind of like and then when the side gets excited and fired up continuously, it's like this beautiful cycle that you guys are creating the space for women to really ex excel and and fast i mean yeah. i tell you this like i i would say this kimberly that our community is not we're a community of leaders so it's not um it's not for the faint of heart and it's it's a place of expansion so um it's not for people who are dabbling i, I had a young woman who reached out to me recently on linkedin she was so cute she was like you know i'm just dabbling i'm like well i'm not <laughs> I don't dabble. You know what I mean? I'm 54. I don't dabble at all. You know, I learn. I'm a great student, but I, I can tell you that I'm really clear that every minute I spend matters. And I think so, so having that energy, our women move quickly because what we all need is access to resources. And there's a place where the healing of the poverty consciousness that, again, nobody's like, what? What is that? This piece around when a woman actually feels like she's not enough or someday she's gonna or if she just had more credibility or more education or more money or more 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 when we have that woman go ahead and make her contribution of fifty dollars what happens is she realizes like hey i must be okay i had fifty dollars to give and then maybe if i did that that one time maybe it can just be a part of my business model and my business can make it and if i get really good at what i do Donating dollars to a charity is a piece of cake. Maybe I could give a hundred, right? They start to expand in their leadership and their mindset. And in the meantime, this is the giving and receiving piece. Receiving can't happen without giving. Giving can't happen without receiving. So when a woman's like, oh, I'm a giver, she sees herself new, then all those folks that don't have access to resources, those who don't have access to free education, those that don't have access to electricity or running water, that little bit for us is exponential. We can put a girl through an entire year of school for $100. Wow. It's hard to believe. We can help a woman in Zambia, because we have several different nonprofits we work with. We can help a woman in Zambia for $150, get a, basically like a small business loan. And 90% of those women pay those loans back and continue to grow their businesses. So it's just like our perception of what's enough is very skewed in the developed world. And what we're capable of is so much more than we know. Wow. Yeah. You're so inspiring. I love it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. With my background noise and everything else. Thank you. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> it's it's really inspiring because again, you're you're creating a sense of transformation and the mindset with everybody who comes into your your realm, really. Because like you said, when they realize that they even have just the ten dollars, let alone fifty dollars to give, 
that puts you in a completely different mindset. It automatically shifts you from being, I don't have enough, the victim mindset, because that's what it is, into this, this powership role, this leadership role, and that I am enough, I am worthy, and I have this to give. And I love, I love that dynamic that you're talking about. It absolutely shifts immediately. Yeah, it's the, what it shows up for all of us really is I don't have enough time or I don't have enough money. And what's underneath that is the conversation of I feel like I'm not enough. Mm -hmm. You know, my mother was a teenager when she had me and, and she always struggled. And I and it wasn't her fault. It's literally just what she knew. But I can tell you that those those I'm not enough um, songs or, or stories that live in our head are very deep for most of us. And it doesn't have to stay that way. Right. You know, through these actions, you can not only heal your own life, you can actually also be a catalyst for healing the lives of others. And that's good work. Yeah, absolutely. It is. It's getting, it's overcoming those beliefs. <laughs> yeah. Again, we're all doing the best we can with what we know. Yeah, exactly. It's so it's so good. I love this conversation. So how how long have you been going outside of the states with your business? Um, well, I've been traveling outside the United States since I was since I was in my early twenties. Um, but I would say my my work outside of the United States really started at the same time that this business started. So I started receiving invitations to speak back in 2010 and I wasn't a speaker. We owned a winery at the time. We owned a tasting room. We had a clothing store and we had a real estate company and I had two teenagers at home. So like I was full and the invitations would come for me. The first invitation came to lead a breakout session at a women's university in China. And I said, what's a breakout session? Because I wasn't a speaker. I had no idea what that was. I was like, do you guys need to check? Like, you know, back there, like how can I help, right? Um, but they said, no, we want you to come and, and teach us. And I said, to teach you what? <laughs> like, how can I help? It's kind of like, what do you do? I do a lot. How can, how can I help, right? That's always kind of my conversation. So I put my toe on the water. A few months later, I received an invitation to go to India uh, to speak at an entrepreneur's conference for spiritual entrepreneurs with a 1,000 attendees. And I was like, what is going on here? I'm not a speaker. And you know, I turned these down. I'll tell you, I turned these down because I just, I couldn't get my head around what this was. But I, I, um, I feel like God speaks to us in synchronicities. You know, I talk about this in my first book. I feel like, you know, synchronicities are kind of that place like coincidences and opportunities are really how God shows us what our next steps can be if we choose to take the opportunity. And so I put my toe in the water. I went to an event. I met a woman who was a speaker, started having a conversation with her. She invited me to speak at a, at a small event in Los Angeles with 20 people. I could get my head around that, right? And I put my toe in the water, did that. And then a month later, I spoke at a small event with 20 more people in Las Vegas. And then in um, October, so that was like August, September, October. In October of that year, I, had, I hosted my first training. And 19 people come to Sedona, where I lived at the time. And... Um, you know, it just snowballed after that, if you will. And it didn't, you know, again, it's a typical overnight sensation. This is 2010 that I'm talking about. It's now 2020. I can speak to you with great clarity about my mission and my purpose and what I'm here to do. That was not the case in 2010 because I wasn't clear, but I knew that if I kept showing up in service, if I kept following the invitations, that it would take me other places. Where it's taking me at this point is, um, Asia, South America, Africa, London, you know, I've spoken all over the world and it's been a fantastic adventure. Of course, it is a love that it's a blast. Um, but what's more important is that I'm really clear. This is not my work. I really clear that this is God's work and I get to play a piece of this puzzle, right? I get to do my piece, right? And I received an invitation to meet you, Kimberly, and be on the show. I'm so thrilled. Thank you for the opportunity. I don't know who's listening, but if one woman hears this and she sees herself a little differently and she's like, hey, I can do that. We're doing the, we're doing the good work. Absolutely. It happens. So thank you again for the invitation. Absolutely. I'm so grateful that you said yes, because I was really excited to even finally get to meet you on this level. Yeah, and home, right? Like because of COVID, I mean, back in the day, I was traveling all the time. We're starting to put our toe in the water, and I'm, and I'm saying that very um, carefully because I don't want to um, influence anyone 
to travel if it's not safe for them, right? But we're taking a few trips and we're driving and you know we're getting we got on our first plane last month and and um, you know we're just trying to be good stewards of of what's happening with COVID and be conscious and conscientious and um, yeah do our part. Right, right. I want to touch on something that you had said earlier, and it completely just slipped my mind. <laughs> but I love that you're traveling. I love that you're, oh, I know what it was I wanted to say is you talked about really following those signs, mm -hmm. following and accepting those invitations, because it is led, it is sourced, it's coming from a completely different space. And if you keep having those those opportunities show up in your life, that's a sign. Jump on it, take it, follow it, let it take you somewhere. Yeah, yeah. It's exciting. Well, the flip side of that is that, um, I don't know if you've ever experienced this, Kimberly, but I can tell you that, um, probably not with all that gorgeous hair, you probably always just been feminine, but I, I can tell you that in my in my 20s and 30s, I, I, I joke about this, that I was often like a man in a woman's body. I was so driven and I was trying so hard, again, to be enough and to do more. There's a reason I've had all these companies, right? If I could just do more, be more, somehow I'd be good enough, right? Somehow I'd I would be better. And, um, you know, through a series of wake-up calls, I got divorced from my first husband, and that was devastating. And he was, he was and still is. He's still with us. He's an amazing man, and he's so generous and kind. And, um, you know, it was this, like, burning, not enoughness, driving me that caused me to make some really poor decisions in my life. There were some things that I experienced in um, you know, what I told you about with Scott, with my current husband, you know, with his experience with disease, there's things that stop you in your tracks that have you really start paying attention to what's going on. And um, today I really aspire to lead a led life, my life as God would have me lead it and to really pray for guidance and to be shown instead of trying to always push and make it happen because the consequence of health relationships and you know prosperity that happens when we're trying to push and we're not designed for that um, you know is painful yeah it really is it's about allowing yeah right being open to opportunity to just being, I I think of it as a river. You know, like you're always just got to be in that flow mm -hmm. because you never know. And that way, you know, you know that you've got that boulder, right? And you're you're not going to go right through it as water. It's going to come up over. It's going to go around. And it's about being in that graceful flow of life because then when those hard punches come, you're like, okay, it's okay. I can. We'll manage through this. Well, I love that you're, I, love, I love that you're saying that because twice a year we host a retreat called Flow. Ah. <laughs> and there you go. You're, you're just you're intuiting it, right? You're like psychically bringing it in. And here's the deal. So what I know is that when we know better, we can do better. Absolutely. And and most of the women that I meet are really great at what they do, but they don't have a lot of education around financial literacy. They don't have a lot of education around the sales process, marketing, finance. And these are the things that your business really needs to thrive. And it's not complicated, but it's it's complicated if you don't know it. Mm -hmm. so each year we teach this. We teach it twice a year. It's coming up again in December, and this year it's virtual. Yay, we can do it virtually. Um, it's on the Limitless Women website. And what I can tell you is that um, there's what happens for us financially, and finances are simply an evidence of what other things are going on for us, right? So kind of this idea of what it looks like to live in flow, what it looks like to really be in flow with your opportunities, and to, um, and to learn to listen and to receive instead of always trying to push. Yeah, absolutely. It's about that allowing, mm -hmm. that absolute allowing. I have my, my, I had do an entire goddess series because I'm an absolute believer that all women are goddesses mm. and that we can overcome our traumas, our obstacles, our beliefs, 100%. everything, and really step into our true powerful self and speak our truth and be who we are truly meant to be. And I just, I absolutely believe that wholeheartedly. Every woman is a goddess and she can shine her light. Sweet and, and, you know, it's, it's been an incredible journey being able to create that platform for other women, because I know my journey 
You know, I didn't feel worthy. I was hiding all the time, 20 plus years in and out of domestic violence, still dealing with stuff currently, you know, and so it really takes a toll on who you are, your confidence, your worth, you know, am I enough? Why is this happening to me? And so really when you can step back and just be in that flow, you're able to, you know, I hate to say roll with the punches, but you really are. Well, you can say, you know, you can say what's true. And I can say that also, like, there's also a place of living in flow where there are less punches. Right. You know, it can happen. The inevitable is inevitable. But how you choose to respond instead of react is a very different place when you're grounded in your purpose and who you are. Absolutely. For most of us, uh, with years, if not decades, of patterning, that didn't serve us. So having the opportunity to take your baby steps, and as I said earlier in this interview, make sure you surround yourself with people who can see you when you have your own, you know, that inner voice coming in that's not supporting you. Have somebody around you that can say, you know, I can really, you're magnificent. I love that you're doing this work to help other women become un- unleashed. You know, how generous to use your experience to be able to help others. Yeah, thank you. And back at you. I think it's an amazing thing. And again, it's all about what we've gone through to bring us to this point and being able to help others. It's about that servant heart and giving, mm-hmm. giving as we go, right? Yes. <laughs> it's all good. I like that term, giving as we go. That's mm-hmm. And that's exactly what you're doing. Yep, we would say that giving causes growing. Oh, I you like know, that. That place again of, you know, we get to give. We're not giving to get, although right. we always get, but it's right. that we get to give. And we just in that the humility of that, it's it's a very humbling experience to be in a place where you're when you get to connect with someone else who's been on the other side, especially if you're like you and I have been, where there were people who saw us when we couldn't see ourselves. Mm-hmm. Know that it was not okay to be a punching bag. Right. And to have somebody tell us that that wasn't normal, otherwise we would still be there. Yeah, absolutely. So to be able to pay that forward, I feel like is a divine gift. Absolutely. Yeah. Learn. We can we that's why part of my my event is about sharing your story. It's a virtual summit on the front end of it. And it's about sharing those stories because I absolutely believe even if just one woman heard that story, that can help her get through and overcome her trauma, whatever she's going through. We just gotta get out there and share and give. I love it. So I want to make sure everybody knows how to find you, hunt you down and get into your realm. (laughs) So I want to go back to your free resource, freegiftfriday.com. Yes, ma'am. I think that is amazing. I think all people should check that out. And this is your limitlesswomen.com is your website where they can find all things limitless women well i'll tell you what's interesting is you know free gift friday is one way to just start receiving from us and practice receiving which we're so excited to do, to have you do if you if that's a place where you know you need some growth um, i'm going to give you one more url but if you want to put it on it, it would be helpful we have a free facebook group at limitlesswomen.group uh, we try to make it easy and you can also connect to that group through the limitlesswomen.com website you can connect to free gift friday you can find out about our flow retreats you can connect with me personally you know it's all at limitlesswomen.com we try to keep it super simple we have a podcast we've got lots of trainings there and um however we can support you it's our it, it's our pleasure so it's limitlesswomen.group oh i'm sorry okay let me it's kind of a cool URL that you guys can buy for yourselves now. There's dot, we have dot group, we have dot community. Um, there's some cool, so we've got a lot, a lot of dot todays. So <laughs> there's all this cool stuff you can do with the, the dots now instead of yeah, dot, dot, dot group. group. Is that better? Is that right? Nope. Limitless nope. women dot group. Limitless women. Oh gosh, I didn't even see that. I left that group in there. Yeah, super simple. And again, everything's on the, on the dot com if that's where your fingers take you. Don't worry. Okay. All right. So there's this one again, limitlesswomen.group. Correct. Is our free thing. I got it right that time. And then if anyone wants to reach out to you to speak to you, ask you a question, anything, get a hold of Laura, incredibly brilliant woman, so full of love and giving, Laura at limitlesswomen.com. And you mentioned that you wrote three books. I would love for you to share the names of those and how people can find those. Well, I'll tell you, um, I've written two. I mean, the post oh, two, I'm sorry. 
that's okay, but you just put it out from your mouth to God's ears that the third book is written. I'm, I'm down for that. Um, the first one you'll actually get a copy of. If you sign up for Free Gift Friday, you'll get a copy of the first book. Stop Fantastic. The, stop the spitting. We'll give you an e-copy of that. Uh, the second book is Limitless Women. You can find it on Amazon. Unfortunately, I can't give it to you for free. It's a, the publisher has a right. No, it's all good. Amazon works. Yeah, but I think, again, any place that I might be able to support you, we have tons of free resources. So if there's any place in particular that you know you're feeling a little stuck in your life or your business, don't hesitate to reach out because I think it takes a lot of courage to be vulnerable and it takes a lot of strength to learn to ask for what you need. And only when you ask can others, you know, rise up and support you. So however we can help you in our community, it's always our pleasure to do so. Yeah, absolutely. Show up and ask, right? The wise words of Robbie Motter. <laughs> oh, I love Robbie Motter. She's so amazing. Yeah. Listen, what a that woman has touched so many women's lives. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so again, limitlesswomen.com. Laura, you are truly, truly an amazing person. I'm so excited to have had you on the show today to share all that you've shared. Incredible wisdom. I'm going to go back and rewatch this. This is so amazing. And again, this can be found on kpmedia.com. It can also be found on my Facebook. We will drop in the links to all of Laura's stuff as well. So you can just click on there and go find it. And if anybody's interested in what I've got going on, you can always go to KimberlyAcoaching.com to find out about my goddess retreat and other retreats that I'm doing and other coaching programs that I have. Laura, again, it's been absolutely wonderful. Thank you so much for being on here with me and sharing your time today. Really a pleasure for inviting me. Thank you. I hope to have you play with us. I definitely, I'm definitely going to look out for you. <laughs> oh, good, good, good. Right. good to be back and rewatch this. This is so amazing. And again, this can be found on kpmedia.com. It can also be found on my Facebook. We will drop in the links to all of Laura's stuff as well. So you can just click on there and go find it. And if anybody's interested in what I've got going on, you can always go to KimberlyAcoaching.com to find out about my goddess retreat and other retreats that I'm doing and other coaching programs that I have. Laura, again, it's been absolutely wonderful. Thank you so much for being on here with me and sharing your time today. Really a pleasure for inviting me. Thank you. I hope to have you play with us. I definitely, I'm definitely going to look out for you. Oh, good, good, good. All right. Good to be.